Well, hello there, dear listeners in podcast land. Welcome to 50 Years Later with me, Jim Bumgardner. And I open with the question, does retail matter? And here we go, gang. Now, I'm doing something that is so wrong in regards to how I'm making this podcast. I just got to point it out because it's bugging me. I am recording in the car while I'm driving, which is not a big deal. It's all hands-free, no problem. This Anchor app is awesome. Listen to the ads, click through, start your own podcast today. Thanks. Uh, But anyway, today's subject matter is, does retail matter? Now, I propose that because of an experience that if you follow the blog at jimstoybox.com, uh, you know, it's simple. I love 8-inch action figure toys that were made by the Mego Corporation way back 50 years ago. And they've evolved over the years in different companies that produced them as well and so on and so forth. And now that particular company is back in action and they've got toys on the shelves again at mass retailers across the country. Okay, now with that said, now that is not what this is about. I kind of touch on it a little bit more of the depth of the psychological aspect of the connection I have with those toys and what they mean to me in regards to inspiration and imagination and so on on the gemsoybox.com website at the blog. But that's not what I want to talk about right now. Well, it is what I want to talk about, but not what I want to talk about. So hear me out. Um, I posed the question about the retail experience because you see, I had purchased those same toys online from a great seller, movie posters, etc. Uh, links at the website, and I got the thing. Now, over the years, I have been a collector and I've bought doubles and triples of certain things, but honestly, I'm way past that now. I do not care about the carded and boxed and loose and all. I don't care anymore. That doesn't matter to me. To me, it's like, it's a gluttonous thing that you run out of room and you don't have, it's just not my thing anymore. I ain't knocking anybody who does it. I think it's great if you do. It brings you joy. Enjoy it. But for me, that's just not the thing. However, in this instance, I noticed the line, the, the delineation between ordering online and buying at retail. And that's what I want to talk about today. Okay, uh, in a nutshell, the online shopping world is convenient. And when it first became a thing 20 years ago, it was really neat and novel. You know, if you wanted something, you can most likely find it on eBay, right? Uh, and then, of course, Amazon grew and grew, and now you can get everything you could possibly want and dream of via Amazon.com. Okay, fine, no problem. And retail itself, the old school brick and mortars were faced with the challenges of that. And those challenges were wide because of when you compared apples to oranges in regards to what the online experience offered versus the retail experience, well, online was absolutely thumping it because you didn't have to deal with waiting, going somewhere, rude clerks, we had the whole nine, you know, rude co- you know, fellow customers. You know, it, it took that away. And that was nice for a while. Now, I say for a while because over the span of the last two years, we've all gotten so disconnected to our humanity, 
I'm serious. It's like there's no one who hasn't been impacted by the effects of the past two years with the pandemic and the six feet apart and the masks and all this. And this isn't to go into a conspiracy talk about that. It's about the real world ramifications of society being put in a bubble, literally now, to where now that we're being pushed out of the bubble to interact again, that it's awkward and uncomfortable. And plus, you can see what I'm being wholly overdramatic about and saying wasteland that you find out in the quote-unquote real world. And it's, it's very interesting to me because, again, seeing what you see when you go to the store, whichever one, doesn't matter. You know, there's the pleasure of getting out and putting your hands on something physical. There, there's, a, there's a satisfaction in that. And unnecessary now because of all the things that you can simply click, 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 get and be a little patient and it gets to your door. And they're getting it to the door faster and faster. And depending on what market you're living in, you can get a lot of things exactly the same day. Hmm, interesting. But that's what it is. And that's how it is now. But that retail experience is very important. Now, again, with this being a 50 years retrospective look at life in America in the 20th century into the 21st, you know, I look back and reflect on why we do what we do in a lot of regards. And the retail experience is one of those ones that is part of our programming. We were brought up that you go here to buy that and then go home. And it was just part of the American experience and I'm sure around the world too. But that's what you do. That is so old school now. So passe, if you will. And it's like, okay, well, but is it necessary? I'm going to say yes, because the interaction with other human beings, it's not necessarily pleasant nowadays. I mean, sure, everybody, if you force it, which I do, I will look you in. If we are out and about and cross paths, I assure you, I'm going to look you dead in the aisle, and I, or dead in the eye, in the aisle, and I'm going to smile at you. And I'm going to sort of wait as we're passing to get you to respond in kind. Why? Not because I want to be a jerk and spread the power of positive thinking. No, that's not it at all. It's about just connecting on that human level because I have seen now firsthand in the, in the wild how difficult that has become for so many people. And that's terrible. Terrible, terrible, terrible. And that's where that retail experience does matter. When you think about it, if Gen Xers, specifically is who I'm talking to, because, well, we are one. But you remember the mall days, when we still had those indoor malls, two, three stories, maybe more, depending on where you were. And, you know, you'd meet up with your friends there and do your thing, and then you'd find the folks you couldn't stand and that turned nasty sometimes. But either way it goes, you would, you know, you would congregate. You would socialize. And it was all there. And it was so normal. And that was our normal. And it's not really available like that anymore. Everything's changed so much. Most of those malls are all boarded up, shut down, converted into some of the... What? I just... It's amazing when you think you go from the place that would have something like, you know, the the department store for clothing inside of there 
coupled with the novelty shops, toy stores, other specialty and genre things, and a movie theater and an eatery and all that, you know, um, that was fun. But now it's been replaced with things like the last one I went to that used to be my hangout as a kid. Wound up having like an army recruiter in there and other social services and government things, which is really weird. Kind of dystopian now that I think about it. But I digress. The point being is that experience, especially for us Gen Xers, is something that is important from my perspective and point of view. It's even more important for the ones who didn't experience it, but would love to experience it. And I say that because all these younger folks, the Gen Zs, the Millennials, the Gen Y, whatever, all these miscellaneous since us generations have come about, they they have missed out on so much because they have been they have been programmed for the on-demand world. There's no waiting on Saturday morning for cartoons. They're 24/7 in various outlets, uh, let alone the on-demand streaming stuff and the the mountain of other forms of content you can buy from DVDs and so on uh, or Blu-ray. Hey, is that even really a thing anymore? But I don't know. It's just been fascinating in this experience. And that's why I do invite you over to jimstoybox.com. Check out the blog and and follow along in that experience. Again, the most recent post poses the same question, does retail still matter? And I share that experience with that whole thing in purchasing those 8-inch action figures at retail versus online. And again, I did both. And while the products themselves are exactly the same, nothing different they're exactly the same yet they're completely different in what they mean what they capture to me so anyway i just want to kind of put that out there this is a very rough audio i know and it's just killing me but we're going to work on that as the days and weeks continue as i'm embracing what it is that i'm doing and doing this i ascribe to a purpose years ago, 30 plus years ago now, as a broadcaster with the purpose of what broadcasting is all about, to inform and entertain. Well, you know what? That's what I'm doing now, but I'm not going to try to define it anymore. Great quote from Alan Watts, to try to define yourself is like biting your own teeth. I hope you take away from that what I've learned from it. So until next time, I hope you all have a magnificent day. Share this one. Tell your friends. Help me grow this into what it needs to be. Because I think it's gonna. Anyway, I'm gonna close it out like I do the toy box. And 50 years later, I still say unto you, now go play.